On today's episode of the Happy Hour Podcast, we are one month into the MLB season. And what teams are off to the most surprising starts so far? What teams are off to a slower start? And why one fan base should be a little worried for the rest of this season. All that on today's episode of the Happy Hour Podcast right now. Welcome back to another episode of the Happy Hour Podcast, wherever you may be. Don't forget to leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. And subscribe to the Happy Hour Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. The links will be in the description of this episode. And folks, we are one month into the 2023 MLB season, and there's been some surprises here in the first month of the season. First of all, let's talk about the hottest team in all of baseball. And I'm talking about, we're not talking about the Yankees. We're not talking about any of these big market teams. We are talking about the Tampa Bay Rays. Yes. Those Tampa Bay Rays. Get this, folks. This is this comes from ESPN's Jeff Passan. In the 19 games since Tampa Bay started started the season 13 and 0, and those who didn't realize how good the Rays actually were. They have gone since then. The Rays have gone thirteen and six. The last team to win at least twenty six of their first thirty two games, the nineteen eighty four Detroit Tigers, who went twenty seven and five. The Tampa Bay Rays. They are only the seventh team in baseball history. To start the season twenty six and six or better, and they in just the second since the nineteen thirty nine, and five of those teams won a hundred plus games. Four of them won the World Series, and another lost in the World Series. It's a shame that fans don't go out to those games there in, in St. Pete because this Tampa Bay team, they are a really good team. And I don't know if you look at it, they're leading the, um, the NLEs right now over the, um, the Blue Jays, the Baltimore the Red Sox, and the Yankees. The Yankees right now are in last place, and we'll get to them in a minute. But as mentioned, 26-6, and six, they have just pulled ahead of everybody in the East. Don't sleep on Baltimore. Baltimore is a, a sneaky good team from last season. 
They got a bunch of good young players on that Baltimore team. Then you got Toronto, who's got some good young talent on that team as well. But the Yankees, as I mentioned earlier, the Yankees are 17 and 15. They are last in the American League East. They are already nine games back of the Rays in that division. And they just got in the Yankees right now. Um, Aaron Boone, in my personal opinion, is the front like is should be the leader for the manager of the year to where he has his Yankees team because Lou Trevino um is out for the season with Tommy John surgery. You got Jonathan Loizaka who's out until August or September after elbow surgery. You got Carlos Rodon, who's out with a back injury. And also, you got Aaron Judge, who just went on the, the IL with um, an injury. Like, this Yankees team, they're two games over 500 in last place in the American League East. They're already nine games back. And this Yankees team, they have a critical seven-game stretch coming up against these Tampa Bay Rays. And it's a very important stretch because if you lose, if you out of those seven games against the Rays coming up, if you finish under 500 in those seven games, you can knock yourself out of this division just like that. I believe this is my. I'm not a Yankees fan. In my personal opinion, if the Yankees finish 500 or finish around 500 during that seven game stretch against Tampa Bay, you got a chance in that division. But if you if you finish under 500 in those seven games, um, you could kiss your hopes in that division goodbye because I don't think you're making up those games later in the season because you're already nine games back in the division so if you just if you're the Yankees if you're a Yankees fan if you just tread water until you get your guys back you'll be in a good situation I don't know about the division but maybe for a wild card spot in the American League so, Yankees dealing with injuries. Tampa Bay, they got one of the best home records in, um, in baseball. Though it's 17-2 and at home at the Trop. And it's a shame that nobody goes to those games there in Tampa because that is a really fun and exciting baseball team. They got the best record in baseball, 26-6, as I mentioned earlier. Then you got Baltimore there in second. A fun, another fun and exciting team with really good young talent, um, both pitching and um, uh, in the hitting aspect of that Baltimore team. Let's go to the AL Central. You got the Kansas City. They're still in rebuild, but Aroldis Chapman, 
he's been at, he's been outstanding there for Kansas City. Um, no pressures on him. He's he's back to throwing over a hundred miles per hour, and with pitching being with pitching being at a premium, and Arolis Chapman is going to be a hot name. Um, come the deadline here after the All-Star break in, in July. So keep an eye on Aurelis Chapman's name around the deadline area because pitching is at a premium and teams are going to be looking for that for the stretch run for the postseason here coming up post-All-Star break and around the deadline. The White Sox, I just think the White Sox are a poorly constructed team. Right now, they're what in fourth in the in the AL Central. You got the Minnesota Twins. The Minnesota Twins are a sneaky good team, folks. They're right now leading 17 and 14, first place in that division. And then right behind them, you got the Cleveland Guardians in second place. So. I believe that could be I think I think that's a two team race between the Twins and the Guardians there in the Central. Then over the American League West, you got Tampa Bay. I mean I mean you got in the American League West, excuse me, I got Tampa on, on my mind. And who wouldn't the best team in baseball, but American League West, you got the Texas Rangers leading the West. Right now, 18 and 12. You got Jacob DeGrom, who let the his start earlier, early this past weekend with an injury. That's a little concerning if you're a Texas Rangers fan. As hard as he throws, that, like, I think he, like, as hard as he throws, he's put more pressure on, on that arm. I think he's got to lighten it up. They're the way he throws, but you got the Rangers leading. One of the surprise teams in baseball, one month in, you got the Anaheim Angels. I'm not calling them L.A. because they don't play in L.A. They play in Orange County. That's Anaheim. So you got the Anaheim Angels right now in second place. One of the surprise teams, and I think, I think the Angels are going to stick around here in the in the race in the American League. So you got Shohei Otani, you got Mike Trout. Who know there was there was a report earlier in the first month in April where where it said if the Angels fall out of it, they may trade Shohei Otani at the deadline, but. I don't think that's going to happen because I I believe I'm really high on this Angels team. I think they're going to be in it for this entire season. And then you got the Astros in third place. They're dealing with some injuries right now. You got the Seattle Mariners who are in fourth. And then bringing up the Caboose, you got the uh, you got the A's who I feel bad for A's fans. I think the what what that franchise is doing to that fan base is just pitiful. I think it's wrong. I think it's downright dirty how the how that franchise there in Oakland 
is treating that that loyal fan base. I guess they got one foot out the door on their way to Las Vegas. So the Oakland A's, they're just they're a terrible baseball team. Like they don't have like it's not a great constructed team. A great constructed team. They got no ball players on that on that baseball team. They're they're in last six and twenty five. So, but they got one foot out the door because the A's they're on their way to fabulous Las Vegas um, in a in a couple years. Let's go over to the the National League real quick. Well, this is no surprise. You got the Atlanta Braves leading the National League East right now on top at 21 and 10. And I said this earlier before the season started. I think it's a team that you may look out for that may be sneaky good in the National League this year are the Miami Marlins. And I'll tell you why. The Miami Marlins, they have some really good young pitching on that team. And they have been developing that pitching these past few seasons. And Sandy Contra is a damn good young pitcher. And one of the damn good young pitchers in the game right now. He won the Cy Young I believe, um, last year. But that Miami Marlins team, they got some damn good young pitching on that team. Don't sleep on this Marlins team. I don't think they'll I don't think they'll win that division. I think that's still the Atlanta Braves. So but don't sleep on that Miami team. You got a Mets team that's dealing with a whole bunch of, a whole bunch of injuries right now to the pitching staff. The only guy really pitching on in that rotation right now is the the Japanese pitcher that they signed this offseason, Kodai Senga. Because you got Max Shoujo, who's out serving that suspension for using the sticky stuff. You got Verlander, who's out. They're just dealing with a whole bunch of pitch um, injuries right now if you're the New York Mets. Then you got the Phillies in fourth, a game under 500. And then you got the Nationals bringing up the the rear there in last place in the um, National League East. And today, the the Mets lost to the Tigers. And after the loss today, two nothing to Detroit. The New York Mets have now been shut out in six of the 32 games. That is tied for the most in the majors with Kansas City, which is 8-23 and this year. The Mets were shut out only eight times all of last season. So the Mets, they're dealing with the... They just have to little... You get you you get your pitching back, Treadwardo. I still believe the Mets will be there, but they were shut out eight times all of last year. So far this year, they've been shut out six times. So 
not great, but I still believe the Mets will be at there fighting with the Braves in that division. Let's go over to the National League Central. One of the surprise, I think this is the most surprising teams so far one month into the season. You got the Pittsburgh Pirates who are on top of the Central at 20 and 12. But I want to put a little caveat on that. They have had They've been the benefit of a slightly easy schedule, easy schedule to start the season, and give the Pirates credit. They have taken advantage of the schedule that they were given. But they are playing the Rays, they're playing the Blue Jays, and they're playing the Baltimore Orioles coming up. So we'll we'll see how good this Pirates team is. But they, but they have some talent on that team. With um, O'Neill, O'Neill Cruz, unfortunately, he's out for the season with a broken leg. You got a really good third baseman. I think the best third baseman in that division, and key Brian Hayes. You got Andrew McCutcheon, who's back in Pittsburgh um, with that young team. You got the ageless one, Rich Hill, who's still going at it. On the mound for the Pirates, is this sustainable for the entire season for the Pirates? I don't think so, but we'll see. Anything can happen. You got the Milwaukee Brewers in second right now at eighteen and twelve, and then you got my beloved Cubs in third place, a game under five hundred. They just wrapped up a, a a road trip, an awful road trip, where they went one and six against the Marlins and the Washington Nationals. They got some. They got some. They got solid pitching from the starters, but the offense was not there, and some questionable moves by the manager David Ross on this road trip, especially last night in the game against the Nationals that led with they had two on, nobody out. You had Eric Cosmo up to bunt. But and then you bring in and then after Eric Cosmo you got um Patrick Wisdom. He's hey, we know Patrick Wisdom, but in a high leverage situation, he is not the guy in a high leverage situation. When you got a guy on the bench who can put the ball on the bat, and Nick Madrigal, where was he in that situation last night with a runner on third and a runner on first, one out to tie the game? So, I some questionable moves by. The manager, David Ross. And get this. Six of the last seven games for the Cubs. One run games. They couldn't hit on this road trip with the offense. So now they come back home for homestand. Six game homestand against Miami 
and the St. Louis Cardinals. And speaking of the St. Louis Cardinals, <laughs> the St. Louis Cardinals, they're in last place of the division. And by the way, the St. Louis Cardinals, they got the worst record in the National League, and I don't, I, I don't feel sorry for them. I don't. I can't. I can't stand that team. I can't stand that city. I think St. Louis is a boring city. So, and already, and the Cardinals at ten and twenty-two, they are already ten games back in that division. So, that's going to be an uphill climb. One month into the season to see if the Cardinals can get out of that. And you got the Cincinnati Reds, 13 and 18, and fourth in that division. The National League West, no surprise here. Who's on top? Any guess? It's the Los Angeles Dodgers. We should just name that division the National League Dodgers. Because the Dodgers run that division. They are 19 and 13. Got off to a little bit of a slow start the first month, but they've turned it on. They had a walk off grand slam by Max Muncy against the Phillies. Uh, I think it was yesterday afternoon, propelled them to the win. And then, then you got a. I think a, a team that would look out for in that division, if you're the Do if you're a Dodgers fan, the Arizona Diamondbacks. They could be sneaky, a sneaky team um, this year in the National League. And of course, you got the San Diego Padres, who spent a whole bowl, a whole bunch of money this offseason. You got Xander Bogards, you got Juan Soto, you got Fernando Tatis back, like. The the Padres, they're pushing all their chips in, but you in, in a market, in my opinion, a small market cannot support that kind of payroll um, that the Padres have in a small market like that. They're actually going to lose money. So, but I, I but I love the fact that a small market like that. In baseball, is pushing all their chips in to try to win a World Series, and when, and when you have bigger markets in baseball that don't even spend money, so hats off to the Padres there for spending money. But I don't think that market can support that kind of payroll. Um, so, but I, I do think the Padres are going to make a deep run in the National League because they're too good not to. So, I don't know. If, can they topple the, the Dodgers? They did last year. They made it to the um, NLCS last year but lost to the Phillies. So, and then bringing up the Rio in that division, you got the Giants who had a kind of disappointing offseason they thought they were getting Aaron Judge. They thought they were getting Carlos Correa. They end up not getting either one of them. The Giants, they're 13 and 17, 
fourth, five games back of their division rivals, the Dodgers. And then you got the Rockies. I don't think the Rockies are that great of a team. 11 and 20. They're in the NL West. But in, in that division, I think that's a three team race. I think it's A, the Dodgers, B, the Padres, and then the Diamondbacks. Don't sleep on the Diamondbacks um, this season, folks. So just a quick one month into the season reaction. Tampa Bay, best team in baseball. Um, And if you're a Yankees fan, don't panic. Yes, you got you dealing with injuries with Giacolo Stanton. You got Aaron Judge on the IL. You just lost Lou Trevino for the season with Tommy John surgery. You got Jonathan Lawizaka out until what August, um, or September coming back. Then you got Carlos Rodon dealing with a back injury. But you're right there. Even though you're, what, nine games behind the Tampa Bay Rays in the division, you're two games over 500. And in my opinion, Aaron Boone should be the manager of the year to where he has his Yankees team going. And why is it that the Yankees, so analytical, but the Tampa Bay Rays... They do it so much better. They have a recipe and they do it so much better than the New York Yankees. This is the New York Yankees. So if you're a Yankees fan, you can freak out if you want. But I'm no Yankees fan. I'm not a Yankees fan, so I I would not panic yet. If you... If you have a panic meter, 1 to 10, I would put it between 4 and 5. But if we get halfway in through the season, and, and if the Yankees are still hovering around right now, then, that you, then you can raise that panic meter a little bit more. But... If you get um, Aaron Judge back, you get Jacarlo Stanton back. Get if you get Carlos Rodon back, your big free agent signing back, hopefully from a, from a back injury, and that's a little scary. So if he can come back from that, you you got Garrett Cole, but you don't quite have the pitching that you thought you you had. So. But right now, I think Aaron Boone, right now, would be my manager of the year with everything that's gone on with this Yankees team to start one month into the season. And then in the National League, the surprise team right now has to be the Pittsburgh Pirates. But I don't think that is sustainable for this long 162-game season. But it is baseball. It is pro sports. We don't know. We don't know what will happen, but and another another team to look out for, the Anaheim Angels. Don't again. Don't sleep on them, folks. 
I think they could be make some noise. If they're in it, don't sleep on them. Because I, I would love to see Shohei Otani and Mike Trout in the playoffs. Get this, folks. Mike Trout has only been to the playoffs once. Once. The best player in baseball, and you play in Anaheim, and he's only been to the playoffs once. That's a failure on the organization to get Mike Trout to the playoffs only once. But it's been a fun first month of the season. I love the new rule changes. I love the pitch clock. We've seen some pitcher violations. We've seen some batter violations. I love the new rules with the pitch clock. The the bigger bases, I love those because you see more stolen bases, more action on the base pads. Um, the 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 shift restrictions where you can't shift. I love that because you put the ball and play more, more action. This is what baseball needed. More action, less downtime, and it's making the game fun again and enjoyable. I I, I love it. So I hope you I hope you love it and enjoy it as much as I am one month into the season. And if you will liking what we're doing here at the Happy Hour Podcast, give us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and subscribe to the Happy Hour Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. The links will be in the description of this episode, and we'll see you back here in the next couple days. Thank you. And enjoy the baseball season.